0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome to our book reading, When the Moon Split A biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri We begin on page 65 as we're still discussing the persecution of the early Muslims Not all the slaves who became Muslim were ransomed Some succumbed to the injuries while others were forced to recant in public Although they remained believers at heart Amr bin Yasser and his parents belonged to the Banu Mahzun tribe, of which Abu Jahal was chieftain. Led by Abu Jahal, various people from the tribe would take Amr and his family to Abta and leave them in the scorching sun. The Prophet, peace be upon him, saw their plight and exhorted them to stand fast in faith, saying, Patience, O family of Yasser, patience, your destination is paradise. O oh Allah, forgive the family of Yasir." And stand fast, they did. Yasser, Amr's father, bore the torture until his death. sumayyah bin Khayyat, anha, the mother of Amr, was a slave of Abu Hudhayfa Mahzumi. This frail old woman died and attained the honor of being the first martyr in Islam when Abu Jahal struck a lance at her genitals. As for Amr, the torture became unbearable for him. The polythists would make him wear a coat of mail and put a heavy red stone on his chest. Overpowered by distress, he uttered whatever the polythists bade him say. However, at heart, he remained full of faith. Amr was remorseful at his body's betrayal of his heart and soul. With the revelation of the following verse, however, Amr and all the believers were heartened for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assured them that he looked at believing hearts, not at tongues weakened by torture. Allah says in the Quran, Those who renounce faith in Allah and open their hearts to disbelief, except for those believers who are forced to recant outwardly, will earn Allah's wrath and a great punishment surah 16 verse 106 while some form of hostility from the community at large was only to be expected it was strange that even the immediate families of the new muslims joined in the persecution love vanished in the face of allegiance to their idols when Mus'ab bin umair unaccepted islam his privileged lifestyle ended his mother refused to give him food and drink and turned him out of her house Defenseless and shunned by the one who had given birth to him, he was brutally tortured and his skin was peeled off like the slough of a snake by his tormentors. Suhaib bin Sinan Rumi radiallahu was another Muslim who was tortured to the extent that he lost control over what he said and babbled anything his tormentors had him utter. In the eyes of the Quraysh, slaves who became Muslim were rebels to, the, to be tortured to death. The low social status left them vulnerable to all kinds of abuse. Nevertheless, not even wealth and social standing guaranteed complete immunity to anyone who became Muslim. Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an was a well-to-do person in the community, but he too was tortured in various ways. Once his uncle wrapped him up tightly in a mat and burnt incense from below. Abu Bakr and Talha bin Ubaidullah were also harassed. Nofal bin Khuwaylid and it is said Uthman bin Ubaidullah trust both of them with the same rope so that they could not pray and practice their new faith. However, both Abu Bakr and Talha was found praying, the rope having been mysteriously untied. Since both of them had been fastened with the same rope, they came to be called Qorain, which means joined together. Abu Jahal, who is referred to several times in the Quran for his implacable hatred of Islam and his arrogance, was one of the prominent Meccans who had made it his mission to fight Islam and its followers. His hate and ire grew every time he heard of someone becoming Muslim. If the new Muslim held a high position in society, Abu Jahal would rebuke him and threaten him with the loss of property and honor. If someone from a lower station accepted Islam, Abu Jahl would beat him severely and incite others to do the same. As a general policy, the polytheists persecuted any new Muslim, often to the point of death, especially if the convert belonged to a weaker section of tribal society. If, however, they saw a prominent person accept Islam, they proceeded more cautiously, as only polytheists of the same social status could challenge the convert. Because the Prophet, peace be upon him, had enjoyed great prestige and belonged to a highly respected tribe, his opponents did not dare mistreat him the way they did with the slave converts to Islam. In addition to being from a noble tribe, he also enjoyed the protection of his uncle, Abu Talib, who was venerated as a great chieftain. Abu Talib was a towering personality from Banu Abdul Munaf and a family that had gained the respect of not only the Quraysh but also the whole of Arabia. The people of Makkah held him in high esteem and no one would even think of dishonoring him by harming his nephew. For these reasons, the pagans had to be quite careful in how they opposed the Prophet, peace be upon him. They decided to hold talks with Abu Talib talks in which they would hint at what might befall Muhammad if he continued opposing their religion. After considerable thought as to strategy, some nobles of the Quraysh came to Abu Talib and said to him, Your nephew speaks ill of our gods, casts blame on our religion, calls us ignorant and frivolous, and denounces our fathers as depraved and misguided. Either you stop him or cut him off so that we can deal with him. Abu Talib answered them mildly and let them leave without an altercation. Muhammad, peace be upon him, however, continued to proclaim himself Allah's Prophet and continued to call on all to embrace Islam. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarakpuri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.